0: What's true today might not be true an hour, a day, or a month from now. I'm going to give you the truth straight, no chasers. Glad to have you aboard. Let's get it. Welcome to episode 62 of Jacques Talk. I hope you are prepared to be entertained and dazzled for the next hour or so while me and Big Joe and the Big Rig discuss the two conference championship games and something interesting going on in Philadelphia. I'm Jean-Jacques Taylor. What up, dog?
1: What's up, what's up? Tell you okay, something good, man. Every yes, time sir. you say an episode I think of a number When you think Say a number like 62 Who do you think of?
0: Jason Kelsey
1: uh, I think of Larry Fitzgerald I would
0: have never came Not Larry Fitzgerald that.
1: I was going to say He's number 63 No, no, no Larry Cole was Cowboys Center
0: Oh It
1: was Fitzgerald but it, wasn't, it wasn't It wasn't Larry Fitzgerald uh,
0: It was John Fitzgerald There
1: you go There you, you? go
0: and his grandkids and kids are the only people thinking that sixty-two with John Fitzgerald. There you go. And that's to be respected and commended.
1: Yeah, Jason Kelsey. Yes, that's still pretty good. A guess that's is the a only guess.
0: sixty-two in my head. Yeah, like, really, yeah. I can't think of another sixty-two. Uh, maybe somebody will pop up. With, matter of fact, let me put that on Twitter right quick. Uh, aside from Kelsey, I wonder. I wonder what number was Guy McIntyre? Sixty-three. Why
1: I know that is beyond me. No. Was he 62? I think so for the 49ers. Is he 62 or 69? I think he was 62. Don't he was not 69 he was 69. He, wasn't, he was 62. Really? I think so. Guy McIntyre. You,
0: you got a lot of stuff rolling around in that big head of yours. Well, head.
1: I got a... My mind is a warehouse of useless knowledge.
0: Okay. All right. But
1: yeah. it's useful now. But kind of, sort of. But anyway... <laughs> Yeah. Alrighty then. Yeah, yeah. got uh,
0: What I need y'all to do right now is take two seconds, literally two seconds, to subscribe to the podcast. Subscribers and reviews is how we make it happen. So we also need you to rate it and review it. We get those analytics. We send it out to people that helps people sponsor the show and that helps us keep rolling. Um, you can also watch the show at the Real Jacques Talk on YouTube. Follow us on IG at uh, the Real Jacques Talk. And you can always hit me up on Twitter at JJTJournalist. Uh, I am Jean-Jacques Taylor is the handle. And remember, I keep telling y'all, if you think you follow me, you really don't. Because my account got deleted and I had to start from scratch. Um, you can always get the book, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, and the Megan of Men. Uh, I spent the 2022 season at Jackson State with Deion. Uh, if you want to know how he gets down to Colorado and why he does the things that he does, you can find all of that in this book, because I had unprecedented access to prime quarterback meetings, everything. Ho, everywhere you looked, I was there. <laughs> um, I do like to remind y'all uh, if you've ever been involved in an accident and, you know, I take this to heart when I say, and it doesn't matter whether it was a car accident or, you know, medical malpractice, any of that kind of stuff, um, you know, what you need to do, What you got to do is pick up the phone and call 972-934-8900. That's Greening Law. Tell them your situation. Here's the details. Here's what happened to me. And again, maybe it's an accident at some place away from your home. Maybe it's a sexual assault litigation. Maybe it's a birth injury. If somebody else's negligence led to your harm, what you need to do is call Greening Law and let them go to work for you. Uh, If you need a doctor, they'll find you a doctor. If you need a specialist, they'll find you a specialist. What they do is they take care of literally everything. So all you got to do is what? Get your mind right. Get your body right. Get your life back. Because they want you focused on healing and renewal. Really. That's what they want you focused on. They'll tell you that. It's on their website. We want you to have time for healing and renewal. Why? Because when you get your body back and your mind back, you can get your life back. And that's what Greening Law specializes in. Um, the best thing about them is the consultation is free. Picking up the phone, calling them, 972-934-8900, doesn't cost you a single solitary thing. Nothing. But, how about this? They don't get paid unless you get paid. I don't know that you can find a better deal than that. So give them a call, 972-934-8900. Let Grinning Law go to work for you. What a great day of football. What a great day of football. Conference championship game. Always, I mean, they almost always deliver. Today was no different. Uh, Let's start backwards and work our way forward. Because that's the game that has the most recent emotions in there. And that's uh, uh, San Francisco rallies 24-7 down to beat Detroit 34-31. And, you know, man, most folks tomorrow morning, Monday morning, this morning, when you guys listen to this, most folks are going to be all on Dan Campbell's ass. They're going to be saying he passed up field goals twice and he should have went for it uh, when he should have tried to kick field goals and extend the lead. And those who defend him will say, he's been playing like this all year. The Lions went for it on fourth down 34% of the time. Those of us in Dallas saw what he did when he got stubborn with the two-point conversion at the end of the game. Uh, Where do you sit with Dan Campbell and what he did today in the in the uh, Lions 34 31 loss to San Francisco.
1: I, I like that Dan Campbell is a Texan. I love the job he's done in Detroit. But yeah. I'm with most people. I think he was reckless. You got to get them points, man. Points are the premium in the playoffs. All that old fourth down stuff. I don't care how you've been playing all year. That's over aggressive right there. Kick the damn field goal, tie the game up. Give, give your team a chance because you lose you, you lost all your momentum. Be one thing if you was up, still up by seventeen points, but they didn't. I mean, the, the San Francisco done snatched what they snatched, snatched victory out the jaws of defeat. Yeah, you know they 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 they, they put them all the momentum is there. Kick the damn field goal. What you doing? I just thought this dude is tripping, man.
0: Well, I think here's. I think this is my. This has been my fundamental issue with analytics from the jump. Once I figured out, oh, oh, this is what we call it, this is what we're doing now, okay, I see it, I get it. Uh, I'm not a guy who's afraid of technology. I always had the latest iPhone uh, for about 10 years straight. As soon as that thing came out, give it to me. Uh, When the newspaper business was switching from newspaper and newsprint and hold it in your hand to internet and blogs and, and chats and newsletters and all that stuff, hey, I was like, times have changed. I'm finna get it ahead of the curve and change with them. Technology ain't never bothered me, man. Analytics doesn't bother me. What bothers me is that whenever they run an analytics graphic, what do they always put? Here's how this enhances your chance to win if you do it like this. I'm just asking, dog. Real talk. Have you ever seen them say, here's the odds of you losing if this doesn't work?
1: Nah. No, nah, and the they don't do they it. They don't do that
0: part. No, for real, they, they don't do it. They just and you. to me, yeah, that's the that's the kicker. And so, like, I really don't have a problem with Dan Campbell's aggressiveness. But and here's a but. That's right. I threw it in there. When you're up twenty-four to ten in the third quarter, and you've been whipping their ass, and they get a field goal to start the second half. That's not the – like, that's the time to say, let's go get this field goal, match their field goal, and again, make it a three-possession game. Yeah, make them right chase now, it. Make them chase yeah. it. Yeah. What you doing? You playing the clock <laughs> and the Niners. Yep. Make them chase take, take. Make them feel like, damn, I thought we had some. These fools came right down and kicked another field goal. Make them feel that internal pressure. Make Brock Purdy be like, if we don't score, because this is what they're feeling like. If we don't score and they get the ball back, they could be up 34 to 10. And this thing could be over. And so that type of pressure make you play different. We've seen it in Dallas. We've seen Dallas do that to other teams. That kind of pressure will make you play different and make you make mistakes. And so at that particular time, man, plus it, it wasn't like it was fourth and one. Uh, it was fourth and two, I think. Uh, at fourth the 28.
1: I think it was fourth and three or something.
0: Yeah, it's fourth and two. Uh, okay. Fourth and two at the 28. Uh, and so, you know, so again, I don't mind aggressiveness. Dan Campbell do what Dan Campbell do. That's why those guys ride for him. But in that situation right there, if you just take the points. And say, hey, we're finna go back up 17. And now, you know, we, you know, we're getting close to the middle of the third quarter. At a certain point, what are you going to do, dog? You're going to run out of possessions. You're going to run out of time. Um, but instead, he went for it. And then what happened? You saw the anatomy. I think I sent you this text or I put it out on Twitter. It was the anatomy of a meltdown. Because what happened after that? Was um, Brent You know they threw that pit. They threw that ball. Brock Purdy did that. Your boy should have intercepted it. Instead, it bounces off his helmet. Brandon Ayuk catches it for a fifty-one yard gain. They score a touchdown that they shouldn't have had. Interception should have ended the drive, but he didn't. And so it's 27-17. Then Jamar Gibbs fumbles. Now you take it down and that's twenty four twenty four. 24-24, then what happened? You drop a wide-open pass on third down for a first down, and now they up 27-24. Just like that, it was anatomy of a meltdown, man. And to me, the game was really lost right there, and uh, we moved deep into the fourth quarter, about five minutes left. And again, man, I mean, I get your aggressiveness, but at this point, and we see this in basketball all the time, bro.
1: Oh, that's when it was fourth and three. Yeah, yeah, that's for the when second time, Roger that is
0: extend the game. Yeah. I mean it was like the two point conversion in Dallas. You know what? I get what you're trying to dog. Extend the game until you can figure out how to win it. Yeah. Forty seven yard field goal. In the NFL, in today's NFL, your guy's supposed to make that. Yeah. Now over fifty, we can argue whether he should make it or not. Inside fifty, he's supposed to make that. Forty seven, he's definitely supposed to make that. You got a solid kicker. We can assume he's gonna make that. You tie the game up, man. You take some momentum back. You put some points on the board. You end the run.
1: So, do you think he was using analytics or was yeah. he going off of motion? No,
0: nah, no. Nah, that's what they do. They're an analytic team. That's why they've gone for it more than anybody else Oh, this year. okay, because
1: I thought um, he was just being crazy. Like, oh, nah. we got to win it. Man, whatever, nah, that that's, that's.
0: But that's how they play. Yeah, That's how they won a lot of games this yeah. year. That's what they believe is the best way to win it. But my issue with analytics Has always been Context It matters Like And, and I I mean I'm going to take a very quick exit rate Even last week I forget who was playing But they went for it Maybe it was Tampa Bay Went for it down They went for two mm-hmm. Down 14 Yeah
1: that ain't make and no sense
0: I understand it intellectually Well yeah. Okay If you don't get it Then you can go for two And tie the game up The next time If you do get it then if you score again, you win the game. And so it's a 50, you know, you have a, chance, a better chance of kicking, of, uh, of executing two two-point conversions, one out of two two-point conversions. But my whole point is I could just kick both extra points and just tie the game and go into overtime and try to win it. So that, to me, I understand it intellectually, but it still don't make no sense because, again, they never talk about, what if you don't convert both two-point conversions, dog?
1: Well, it was stupid when they did it because there was a lot of time left in the game when they went yeah. for two. It was yeah. just like, so, what, what the hell is that?
0: So, as, as we move back off this exit, ramp, big on the thing. Detroit been playing like this all year. Uh, Detroit has so many opportunities. And Dan Campbell's decisions will take the lead on it. But the dropped interception was a huge play. The dropped third down pass was a huge play. And uh, they, you know, they did everything but win the game.
1: Today. Oh, you talking about the one on fourth and three? The Reynolds? Yeah, Reynolds yeah, drops it. Just, I mean, yeah, he just let it go. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then uh, Brock Purdy, who been shady most of the game, he made a lot of plays in the fourth quarter with his feet. Made some nice throws in the fourth quarter, and uh, survived to play another day.
1: Well, the juice was gone from that pass rush too. Pretty much. Yeah, they was. I mean, they were shooting blanks. After that, it's like, well, what, what happened? Well, you get, when you play, when you play for such a, a high octane emotional coach like that, you end up putting it all out. It remind me of those, uh, Eagles in the eighties played for Dick Vermeer. They'd come out and be whooping the Cowboys 14 to zero and going ape shit. And then the Cowboys would settle them down in the second half and do exactly what the 49ers did. You know, when you get high, high, high like that, you kind of got to level off. And uh, the way they celebrated last last week, you thought, man, y'all got another couple of games to play. Y'all, y'all ain't like this the damn Super Bowl. You know, so I, I mean, think the most they was too but high. So they came
0: out and, and took care of business. They, they lost because they made mistakes. I don't think they lost because, I mean, I don't think they lost per se because of emotion. They, they just, I mean. If a ball is there for you to intercept it, you have to intercept it. We're not talking about making great plays. We're just talking about making the plays that are there. I'm talking about
1: laying that, laying, I'm talking about from a player standpoint, laying it all out like that, and then just watching the doggone body language, just watching the, you know, I don't know. To to me, they came out too high. That's why.
0: I But how do you explain the 24-7 lead if they came out too high?
1: Because they didn't have shit left in the second half. They really didn't. They they look flat to me. They look flat in the second half to me. And when things, you know, if you if you if you even out, then bad stuff start happening, and you can still get back up. You can still kind of calm down and get your you know get your shit together. But when you kind of high 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 like that, and that's the way they play. Like I said, them guys was giving it all they had, and then st- stuff started falling apart. They just wasn't there. You know, people start dropping balls. People stop concentrating. People start going, here we go. Too quick. You know, you go back to that losing stuff. To that, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm. you talking about the Lions lost it. Uh, I don't know. The 49ers didn't just come back and take it.
0: I don't know. Well, I think whenever you, I think at a certain point, the 49ers came back and took it. But the line, the way the line, the lines opened, the lines created an opportunity for them to take it, mm-hmm. and then when they saw the opportunity, they wouldn't took that thing.
1: I'm saying in the ebb and flow of the game, when you when you up on somebody seventeen points, you give up ten. Well, there's a chance. There's a time where you 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 pull yourself together, and if you got something left, you can ward them off. You go down and get that touchdown or that field goal or something like we was talking about. I just felt like the life was out of them. Once they came back in the 49 and started punching them a little bit, they didn't have nothing left in the tank. That's just that's the way I felt about it. Um
0: it's a uh, I was I was I was looking through the play-by-play. So once San Francisco goes up 27-24, uh you know, that's when they had the big drive. And they actually scored. I mean, that's when they had the uh the drive and and they went for it on fourth and three and Reynolds drops the ball. Uh to me that was that ends up being the key drive. Cause I mean he's wide open. You don't know how to drive ends. But uh they certainly keep the ball. And uh the problem with the Lions is you can't say, well, they still would have got a field goal, because hell, they still might have went for it no matter what it was. But uh what do you think of, uh, you know, Brock Purdy gets a lot of grief. Um, he ended the game. He at one point he was 7-15 for 93 yards with a 39 passer rating. I think that was at halftime. He ends the game 20-31, 267, uh, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, but he was at his best in the fourth quarter, man. Uh, what do you think about Brock Purdy overall? I think he better than Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer got a Super
1: Bowl ring. See, he 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 can he plays good enough to win. They got the W, and like you say, he came. You know that that's that's the perfect game manager deal right there. He got the ball. He distributed the ball to the people that needed to get the ball, and uh, then he made plays with his leg. Like you say, he 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 did what he had to do to win. He's not a superstar, but he a good quarterback. And he good for they he good for their team. Put it like that,
0: right? And I think that's that's the thing. Every team requires its quarterback to do something different, and uh, if your quarterback can can fit in and do what that particular team needs, then you know they can make it happen. Whether they're a star or whether they're just a good quarterback, Uh, when you bring up Trent Dilfer, Baltimore defense in two thousand was so good.
1: The running game too, Jamal Lewis.
0: We're gonna get a ball to Jamal Lewis. We're gonna play great defense. Every now and then you need to throw the ball to Shannon Sharp, but outside of that, man, just don't mess it up. And yep. we good. Yep.
1: That's
0: what that team required. That's what he did, and that's why he, uh, that's why he got a Super Bowl ring. And so uh, Brock Purdy, twenty-one yard run uh, on the on the game on the drive that gave them a touchdown. So you know, again, man, he made a couple of YOLO throws that had me going, "What the yeah. hell are yeah. you doing?"
1: He does that,
0: and yeah. um, he got away with him today. I don't know that he'll get away with him next week. But uh he's in the Super Bowl. Um and uh he played uh he played a good game because thing thing you can say about Brock Purdy is I don't think he I think he's the opposite of what you're talking about. Like he don't get too high or too low. You know, good play, bad play, he kinda stays the same. Yeah. And I think that helped him today because he started off bad and I think in the first three quarters he didn't play very well at all. But in the fourth quarter what? Game on the line, what it mattered most. Uh he delivered well, that's, what he needed to deliver.
1: It's it's one of the most beautiful things in sports when people do what 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 was not accounted for. They was ne- they was never gonna account for his running. You know, like you get a like say you get a point guard, like uh I'll give you an example like Dennis Johnson for them old Celtics. They just leave him wide open. But boy, every now and then he would bust your ass, and then you go, "What? What? What happened?" You know, usually he don't have no three, or he don't dare shoot. And they start leaving him open, and he just start hitting stuff, and it's gonna be a long day for you. So they wasn't accounting for his running. And they all looked surprised when he ran twenty-one yards. It's like, oh hell, you know that's the one thing we didn't think. But we trying to cover all them receivers they got. It's that just a, like you say, it's a different dynamic with Debo because everybody else. You know, he gets all the coverage, and Iuke and Jennings and Kittles, they all get they all get the off coverage, and, man, they chew it up. But when he goes out the game, them guys got to step up. It's a whole nother offense. So, you know, I'm going to be a little salty and begrudgingly say, hey, congratulations, 49ers and 49ers fans. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't
0: congratulating nobody.
1: I am because, uh, you know, they get on my damn nerves, but.
0: I mean, I will say that uh, down 24-7, uh, they showed a lot of grit because uh, they was getting stomped in the first half. And uh, I was impressed with the Lions, the way they showed up ready to play. But, uh, you know, at one level, the game can go by quickly. At another level, is a long game. Yep. And uh, San Francisco played a long game, and ultimately their guys uh, made plays when it mattered most. And, uh, you know, you can say what you want to about They in the Super Bowl for, what, the second time in three years? Yep. And, um, you know, now they got a chance to win it. Uh, I think it's going to be hard for them, and obviously we'll talk about that over the next uh, week or two. Uh, How they deal with the Chiefs and whether, uh, you know, that matchup. But uh, I think it'll be a great game. But uh, um, as we shift to the Chiefs, you know, man, I love that game today. And not just because I thought it was a pair of great uniforms out there. Oh, speaking of uniforms, real quick. I want to see the Lions wear what they have on today with a white helmet and that Honolulu blue line. I think that would be the tightest of tight looks. Silver was really nice, but I think the white helmet on the old, on the y'all white uniform would just take it over the top. You have a thought on that? Nah, I don't. I thought they. You know, I'm I thought a uniform that. guy.
1: I thought they looked good today, but nah, nah. Nah.
0: Well, as I move on to the uh, Baltimore Kansas City game, I love the uniforms in that game. I did like
1: it. I did like the Ravens, all black. I liked it. That was all all
0: good. But uh, what I loved, did you see it at the beginning when Travis Kelsey threw Justin Tucker's helmet?
1: Yeah, and they threw the kicking team. Justin Justin Tucker is famous for kicking, you know, kicking amongst the cheerleaders and. (laughs) You know, he's warming up. He don't care. You know, cheerleaders out there, he kicking around now. You know, he just, he, he act like he owned the damn field. And Justin yeah. Tucker, Justin Tucker is cool as hell. But, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, I wasn't mad at him. And I wasn't mad when apparently Travis Cal said, hey, man, you need to get down to the other end because, you know, Pat trying to warm up. And uh, Justin act like, no, nah, I'm good. And so he said, oh, well, we just for the move your shit out the way then. And he tossed the helmet. He didn't throw it. He tossed it. Uh, I believe words matter,
1: uh, right. but if you toss I, my helmet or you throw it, guess what I'm doing to you.
0: Well, you're a linebacker. Tossing you're Tossing and
1: throwing and all that, all that. They threw his kicking to you. His kicking to you. I get your ass out the way.
0: Well, that's what I said. Yeah. Like get your ass down to the other end of the field because yeah. you are just a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you're one of the best of all time, you're still just a kicker. Yeah, but he got he yeah. notorious
1: for that. Warming up when the cheerleaders is on the field. He kicking between rows of cheerleaders. Uh, He's done well, that before.
0: Well, that's that's his MO. But what I loved about this game was when the Chiefs got the ball, man. First play, where are we going? Travis Kelsey. A little short play, a little easy play, a little nice completion. We finna get you involved right off the bat. And then later he made that terrific catch. Um, I think it was on third down,
1: fourth down, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. It's fourth and two. Mm-hmm. Jumped up, snatched that thing out the air for 13 yards, mm-hmm. and then uh, on the touchdown, 19 yards, okay, terrific catch, falling into the end zone. Uh, you know, you got your boy all over him. The, the big time safety, Hampton, out of uh, Baltimore. I don't know. Out of Notre, Notre Dame. Yeah, Hamilton. Hamilton on that drive, man. Three catches I think he had about 40 yards and a touchdown and right then the Chiefs let everybody know ah we got two Hall of Famers on this team not including the coach and we on your ass from this jump and I I I was just like damn I mean they came out flying and hanging and banging and even though they are the defending champs and they've had a lot of success uh they said the champs are here, and you're going to have to take the crown. We ain't giving it to you today. And I thought they just had Baltimore off balance all day long when they came down, shut them down on their first possession, and then went right down the field and scored on
1: I thought the Chiefs looked like, you know how like uh, when you're a young boxer, you come out and you knock people out? Yeah. And when you get older, you start using the jab, and you start the footwork. Right, right. And you get smoother. I thought it was death by a thousand paper cuts with 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 the Chiefs. They ain't the explosive Chiefs. They they found other ways to win by running the ball, threatening to run the ball, and just he didn't throw. He threw for like two hundred something, but it was like so he he just dissecting them. Like I said, death by a thousand paper cuts. A eight yard pass here, a six yard pass here a seven-yard pass. I think Travis Kelsey had 11 for 118. You know, that's not no big numbers, but that's every catch is clutch. And it was just like, let's move it down the field methodically. I think Rice had like eight for 46. The numbers didn't blow you away, but it was just winning football. It was just uh, moving them chains. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't as sexy as they used to be or as exciting as they used to be. But, uh, I thought they, like I said, it, it kind of reminded me he 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 doesn't play like Brady, but he's being Bradyish with his with the way he's winning and the different ways he's finding ways to win. So yeah,
0: Pat Mahomes ends up thirty of thirty nine for two forty right. one, right? One touchdown, no interceptions, right? Uh, I think he only had two completions of uh, twenty yards or more. Uh, Which is what you're talking about One of those was the last play to uh, Valdez-Scantling Where everybody in the world was shocked that he caught it Perhaps even himself Yeah. And then uh, something after your own heart uh, Pacheco, 24 carries, 68 yards That's called banging Yeah, 24, Uh,
1: 24 carries, 64 yards And man, that dude can run through a keyhole Dude He was squirting through some of them holes Like boom, 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 boom I was like, yep just squeezing through, stepping through uh, gaps that just wasn't even there.
0: You know what's funny about that is I said, after one carry early in the game, I said, I can't believe how skinny he got to get through that hole. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's not something I say very often or something I see very often, but he uh, he did a really good job of that. And uh, But, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a terrific performance by the Chiefs. And the problem for the rest of the NFL right now, which is only San Francisco, is that whatever issues the Chiefs had six, to eight weeks ago, the quarterback that figured out how to fight through them is kind of what you're talking about, and yeah. they're, gonna, they're gonna be they're gonna be a tough out, man.
1: Because Darius Tony was on Instagram talking about I ain't hurt. I'm a healthy scratch. They keep saying I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you won't catch well, the damn trying ball. trying to
0: save you from yourself, dog. Yeah,
1: you won't catch the ball. I think the, the main thing with the Chiefs, the difference with the Chiefs is that they, they keep the main parts of the band together. and That's Andy Reid. When you the coach, when the coach is the offensive coordinator, because I don't care who they got coaching, Patrick Mahomes, Nagy, or uh, bien or or, or or Big Joe from the Big Rig, Andy Reid is running that offense, so right. they got lightning in the bottle right there. So it don't matter who leaves to go take a job anywhere else because I think Nagy is back. Yeah, because uh, it's
0: all about Reid and uh, Mahomes.
1: That's right. That's right. And so you you keep the band together, you got lightning in the bottle, and and, and you got a chance to win. Now the the, the X factor, I think Andy Reid and that defense is the X factor for, Patrick, for helping Patrick
0: Mahomes out. Well, yeah, the defense is much better than it has been. Man, they uh, shut
1: Buffalo down last week pretty much. They didn't work for everything last week. Because uh, what's the name numbers look just – Josh Allen numbers look just like uh, Lamar Jackson numbers down there.
0: And Lamar Jackson was 20 of 37, mm-hmm. 272 yards, one touchdown, one interception, got sacked four times, mm-hmm. uh, ran eight times for 54 yards, including a 21-yarder. And completed a pass to himself for thirteen yards. He could never find a rhythm because uh, the Chiefs' defense never let him get into. Oh, they were
1: chasing him. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, he just never had a rhythm, and he'll get a lot of blame and a lot of criticism. Um, but of you course, know, and I'm not. I'm not saying anything that's like earth shattering. But sometimes you just need to say it just to make sure you say it. Quarterbacks under duress make mistakes and don't play well. And it don't matter whether it's Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Troy Aikman, Joe Namath, Joe Montana, whomever. You put you put pressure on quarterbacks, and they're just not gonna function the way they do when they got all time to sit back there and pick you apart. And so Lamar Jackson pressured. Hey man, he had a, he had a tough day at the office. Uh, even still, they were in position, man, and. Uh, They made a lot of – I don't know if they're uncharacteristic. I think it was the highest penalized game John Harbaugh has ever coached in the playoffs. Uh, But uh, they made a lot of mistakes today, man. A lot of penalties, a lot of bad penalties. Ended up eight for 95. Uh, You know, there's a roughing the passer one that led to some points. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just bad. There was Zay Flowers at the end. Uh, You know, he catches a 51-yard pass. He makes a great play. And then he just has an over-the-top taunting call that that robs him of 15 yards. And on the same drive, he fumbles at the one going into the end zone. They lose the ball.
1: Yeah. See, you can't put that type of stuff on Lamar. That boy go in or he gets down at the one, they get a touchdown. They need three to tie.
0: Well, see, I thought they still had a chance because why? They needed to go score, stop, score. And they got to the score Then they got to the stop But then they couldn't get the other one uh, And so it's uh, You know uh, Again Lamar did not play well But I think people got to look at it like Lamar is trying to beat Pat Mahomes There's a lot of great players Carbalone John Stockton and some others Who couldn't get past Jordan and Win their title yeah, yeah Charles Barkley Agreed During another time Yeah man Look at my ring Remember yeah. that time me and Stockton won that thing? Barkley. Yeah, man. Had yeah. a big double cheeseburger. Won that championship. That'll, it don't happen because Jordan is right there.
1: Look at all the people trying to get past Brady. Yeah. Six um, six championships. Six. Doug.
0: And so now this is it for you. You And Holmes ain't but 28. Uh, you're, gonna, you're probably going to have to deal with him for another. This is the key. This is real tough. It's really about, we just got through discussing it. It's really about Andy Reid. Andy Reid is 65. How long does he want to coach? How long does he want to go through the grind? How long does he want to do it?
1: Belichick left at 71. Maybe he got six more years. If he do, it's going to be bad for the rest of the league.
0: I don't don't think so. And here's why. I don't think so only because talk about Reid retiring is already coming up like right now. And so that makes me think maybe he has one or two more years. Okay. And I say that because you never know. They win this year. I mean, he might be like, I'm finna go out back to back with three out of four. Or three out of five, whatever it is. Uh, I'm finna go out right now. Yeah. Uh, It's not gonna get no better than this. And so, I don't know. But the fact that you hear... Little whispers about retirement right now means, you know, it's kind of out there in the air in Kansas City. But, uh, you know, now here's the thing about Lamar. Before some of y'all start tripping. um, Yeah, he's a two-time MVP. Once again, uh, they lost in the playoffs. They didn't get to the Super Bowl. But he's been to the conference championship. He's won a couple MVPs. He's 27 years old. He's still on the uptick. And you've heard about other quarterbacks, whether it's Peyton Manning, his first six or seven years, others who people said wouldn't win a Super Bowl. You know. And ultimately, I think if Lamar Jackson and the Ravens keep banging on the door, they'll get one. And you're like, well, but they got to deal with Mahomes. Well, you know, their problem is... (laughs) Buffalo was supposed to beat Mahomes And they were supposed to beat Buffalo Then they beat him But at some point uh, They'll take Mahomes out The same way uh, You know Or Brett Favre You know He had a stretch where he couldn't get past Dallas Or San Francisco And then he opened it up And then he had his run But let me just I just want to tell y'all this man Uh, And I believe my man is about to start playing the organ You just have to understand that so many of y'all don't and I find it incredulous. It is hard to win Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers, one of the best of all time. One. (laughs) Drew Brees, one of the best of all time. One. Peyton Manning, easily one of the best of all time. He got two but he was a carrier pigeon on the second one. Yeah. I mean, let's just keep it real. Yeah, he that was, was right. about the Broncos' defense. He had a sword neck and arm. He could barely throw 10 yards.
1: Yeah. He got it
0: done. Yeah. And so it is hard to win. And so when you see Tom Brady, there's a reason why we, un- we unabashedly call him the GOAT. There's a reason why. And if Pat Mahomes can seal the deal on this one and get three, Dog He's moving into the GOAT conversation 3 at 28 And um, You know That that puts him up there with Aikman uh, Puts him right behind Montana And Bradshaw But puts him in a position to get those Uh, Even though there's a lot of young guns A lot of young talent In the AFC The thing that the Chiefs and Mahomes have Is what dog they know how to win. And, you know, this is what I was reminded of today. And it pissed me off for a second. Just a second. Um, do you remember when Chris Jones had to hold out all the training camp? Yeah. To get his money and he still didn't get it? He got they like, basically said, screw you. Yeah. I and I just be like, Chris Jones, one of the most dominant players in the league. Showed up today, kicked ass, and took names. And I was just like, How the Chiefs could figure out that we don't need to pay you and we're gonna give you this fake deal to come in? And he's a 29 years old, still in his athletic prime. That just bothered me today, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, it just bothered me today. Uh, because the dude had 10 and a half sacks, 13 tackles for loss, first team all pro. And y'all made that man beg for his money.
1: Uh you think, he showed out today. You think they didn't have it? Or they didn't want to pay it? Or was his number too high?
0: I'm going to give you my standard answer to all of that. Because it's real. Every owner, every team in the National Football League, we pay who we choose to pay. There's always money for those guys, man. Now you have to. You may have to pinch somebody else. You can always restructure deals. You can create money for whomever you want to create it for. Didn't they redo Pat Mahomes deal?
1: Yeah, they ain't paying. But they not. Yeah, you're right because they not yeah, paying he, no. They not paying no receivers really. They
0: ain't paying no receivers. Yeah. They paying Travis Kelsey, but Travis Kelsey is a tight end. His numbers only going up so high.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, and Chris Jones, man, I wish that dude nothing but love in the off season. Uh, maybe he signed I don't know what kind of deal he signed Maybe he signed a deal like Dak where you can't franchise me And so I'm finna go hit this open market And I'm, I'm gonna see what's out there for your boy uh, But uh, You know he had a hell of a season For somebody who missed out of the training camp And uh, you know Didn't show up until the I think he sat in the stands for the first week of the game Sat in the suite and watched him Because he, uh, he just showed up Yeah. But uh, he was a dominant factor today they, I mean they couldn't do nothing with him today And, uh, you know, he turned in a terrific performance, and he was a big reason why Lamar Jackson struggled. He was a big reason why that Ravens offense. uh, The Ravens were 3 of 11 on third down, Uh, you know, but they couldn't get anything done consistently. Uh, Let me see. Now, that's funny. As disruptive as he was, he didn't have a lot of stats, and that's why you can't look at defensive tackles and be looking like, let me see these stats all the time
1: yeah yeah well it's, <laughs> it's kind of like you said about them I, I like how you said how you gotta pray when you when you put them quarterbacks under duress because there's two kinds of pressure there's pressure where you're putting your hands on somebody moving them off their spot and then there's quarterbacks that react react to perceive pressure like yeah they, they feel it coming well lamar jackson uh josh allen especially pax mahomes they don't they don't react to perceived pressure. They just move around when they get pressure. So the the pressure they put on Lamar was not perceived. That shit was real. They was like all up in his face, all you know, pushing him all around. Now the one the one play on fourth down where Mahomes threw to uh, Jason Kelsey, yeah, it was a lot of holding going on on that play. <laughs> they was not. He was changing the record. He ran. He, he was bouncing around. He was bouncing around like a pinball, changing. Out, you know, usually you change direction, they're gonna catch you holding. I just thought, man. I, I start. I rewound that a little bit. I thought, man, that dude holding, the center is holding. They're they not. They're not calling none of that. That's why in the second half they got hit with like three holding penalties, because the, the name wasn't. It's one of them things where we gonna hold y'all until they call it, right. Once they call it, I right, we gonna let up. We gonna run something else, but we holding y'all today so Patrick can get time because ain't nobody, ain't nobody busting the press over there because them guys ain't that good. That's why <laughs> the, your boy, them receiver. That's why you the main receiver called eight for forty six. How pedestrian is that? Yeah, you know. So I thought the Chiefs, like I said, man, I just thought the way they won was. That's a, what was it? Would you say two forty six? That was the most exciting two hundred forty six yards I ever seen in my life because yep. it was like every bit of it was crucial and it was an important catch. And how you gonna not guard Jason Kelsey? Duh, no, they they didn't have no answers. I think number twenty one Thompson or whatever his name was. That was the duck. They were shooting him. <laughs> whoever he covered, they was they was you know he was just a step late. But right, right. I, I thought, I thought, uh, I know they lost, but I thought Baltimore played about as good as they can. The defense played about as good as they can play.
0: Well, this is what happens in games, man. Uh, and, you know, I've seen it happen to Ohio State this year. I saw it happen to the Cowboys. Uh, not, not so much the Cowboys, but if it, it, it depends on what game you're talking about. But the defense, in, in a lot of cases, can hold on and keep you in the game, keep you in the game, keep you in the game. But at some point, you've got to help them out. Oh, yeah. And if you don't help them out at some point, they just kind of break. And so, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, the Ravens kind of broke just a little bit. and I don't know, they gave
1: up 17. Yeah. I mean, it was was a case of the offense didn't bring nothing. And that one interception, the one interception he threw in the end zone, man, that was, that's why he went off the field slamming his helmet and stuff. Right. I don't know why guys abuse the helmet. Well,
0: you gotta you you, you want to do something.
1: No, nah, uh, nah, well I, maybe that's cause I was a high school, college, and semi pro. I wasn't pro, so right. I need that helmet. Yeah, especially yeah, when I'm yeah. semi pro. That means I gotta buy another one because I bought my right. own stuff. Well, yeah, no, nah, there's definitely a different stuff. Oh yeah, most well, definitely.
0: Uh, but now nah, man, this is the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl for the uh. What is it one, two, three, fourth time in five years, mm-hmm. one, one, two, three, four, five, yeah, fourth time in five years. How crazy is that uh i mean that's uh that's an amazing accomplishment some years
1: the year they went to play Tampa Bay was probably the year they they shouldn't have because they lost both tackles, yeah, and uh and a line, have no line, they didn't have and no line. just.
0: And they,
1: what did what did Tampa Bay do to Pat Mahomes in that game? They had he, they had Pat Mahomes running around. They yes. chased him down. He was doing he was <laughs> still doing some amazing stuff, you know, in the game. But uh they plus they didn't even try to run the ball. This is this is why I think the Chiefs going to be deadly because I can't remember the name of the little running back offhand, but uh, that guy ran for a hundred in the in the Chiefs win in the Super Bowl. Couple of years ago, against I think against the uh, Forty ers maybe. But uh, they gonna run the ball with Pacheco. And right. That's what make them tough right now. Because right. if you don't, you don't commit the resources to stop that cat. It's on. It's over. It's over. So uh, that's why I think this this year is gonna be different. I,
0: well, the Chiefs won their first title, 31-20 over San Francisco. Yeah. Next year they lost to the Bucks, 31-9. Yeah. Uh, lost to the Bengals in the AFC Championship. And then last year they beat Philly, 38-35. Yeah,
1: I think it was Williams, a Williams kid out of A&M or something like that was the leading rusher for them. He had 100 yards. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was the difference when they tried to throw the ball the whole way against the Bucks. They didn't even try to run the ball.
0: No, so that should match up. It. It's uh, Kansas City against San Francisco. It should be a terrific game. Uh, I'm not, you know, I bet for, I, I picked the Ravens today. And this is the honest truth. As soon as I picked the Ravens, I was like, I'm really sitting up here picking against my homes. Yeah. I don't really know about
1: that. Yeah. He was, he was not happy because they were saying on the
0: broadcast, he said, oh, we underdogs, huh? Oh, all right. Yeah. Then. I'm going to show y'all. And uh, there was something about the Ravens offense that bugged me a little bit all year. Uh, but, again, I picked them, so, you know, it just is what it is. But uh, I'm not picking. I'm a, I'll, be, I'll be riding with Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Um, I think he's a great quarterback. I love to watch greatness. He fits that category. And so uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do against uh, San Francisco. Uh, now let's, uh, let's quickly move over to the yeah, Dallas Cowboys. We'll talk more about this during the week as we get some more information. But right now, I'm interested in your take, man. Uh, Kellen Moore, Vic Fangio, offensive-defensive coordinators to the Eagles. Uh, I think those are pretty good moves. How do you feel about those? Kellen Moore? No.
1: Vic Fangio, Kellen Moore. I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. Kellen Moore, cool because he gonna his offense gonna be crap anyway. I don't like the way he do. Uh, Vic Fangio, problem for the Cowboys. Problem. All that all that that uh, uh, cover six that they like to run, and uh, pass rush the guy you know contain the contain the quarterback run cover six all that mismatch zone where you don't know where people are going. That's Dick, that's Vic Fangio. He been teaching people that crap. <laughs> you know, now the Eagles gonna do it. Now that that, that same defense that had C D mad at Dak and them arguing on the first drive. They're gonna see that two times this next year. Man, that's just that's just great. I almost said something else. That's just great. <laughs> You, I mean, what you well,
0: I mean they got the they got the whole offseason coming with some zone busters and, and figure out how to attack They, Fangio's, do. they uh, do defense and you know because okay. right now and this is this is this is my take on Dak. You know, like any young quarterback, you blitz him. Dak figured out how to how to beat that and, and he became he was moving toward and he became this kind of star quarterback. And he's still a star quarterback. And then Fangio came up with this uh, with his with his alignment for a while. The, the basic zone defense slowed him down. Well, now he figured out how to beat the basic zone defense. And so, what did defensive coordinators do? They came up with this: okay, with Dak, we really, really, really can't show shit until after the snap. That's when we get him.
1: Yeah, and you stay in your lane when you rush the pass. Don't um, don't let, don't give him a chance to extend nothing.
0: True that. Yeah. But here's what I think. I think Dak is a smart guy. I think Dak is a guy who works hard, who studies. And I think he's mastered, you know, calculus one and physics one. And now this advanced class he's taking, I think he'll spend the off season working to master that one. Uh, because, you know, they're having to go deep in their bag of tricks to get him. And so I think he's the kind of guy who work And the game continues to slow down for him, and he still got an opportunity to have the most success, Uh, you know. And you know, I think for him, it's a matter of uh, any older, aging quarterback. Even though he's only thirty-one, is uh, is he thirty-one or thirty? He's thirty. Is uh, you know, as long as your body holds up. Like if you think about it, as soon as the game's really, really slowed down for Romo, what happened? Body gave up. Couldn't keep healthy. And so he never had a chance to really take advantage of all the wisdom he had.
1: Well, I think uh, this is going to be the second year of McCarthy totally running the offense. Um, maybe he put in some stuff like that. He got to. Because there, we, with all the excitement, we forget this is the first year that he ran a McCarthy offense. Right. It would probably be a difference if he was in it the whole time. It was his right. fifth year coming up, being in offense. Maybe you get to pass calculus one and all of that. You know, <laughs> maybe you maybe you already know that, but they sure yeah. as hell didn't have an answer for it this past year because Buffalo did it, uh, Miami did it a little bit, but uh, and 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 the damn uh, Packers did it. So. Yeah, I'm with you. He probably, you know, he might, he he probably. I mean, I don't think he's stupid. I just think they didn't have nothing for it, and that's that's yeah. just the coach not having them prepared. You know, I I think Doc Jack is a good quarterback, but he don't write his own music. He don't get the he get he just sang the song. He don't get to write his own music. It's up to the coach to do that. Right. Know? So we'll see.
0: see no, they, they not both
1: not. they both probably playing for their job next year.
0: Oh, I mean, I think uh, I don't think there's uh, uh Well, let me see. How do I do? I really believe that. Uh, I believe it like this: that um, Mike McCarthy is coaching for a job in the NFL. Like, if he get fired, I would not automatically say, "Oh yeah, he get another job right away, no problem." Right. Well, Dak is. Will I be in Dallas or will I be somewhere else?
1: Yeah. That's what I mean. They job's here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, he definitely ultimately,
0: Ultimately, I think Dak will be here because I think they're going to sign him yeah. to a long-term deal in the offseason because I think they look at their team and they go, number one, Dak is not, Dak is not the reason, the sole reason why we lost. Right. Number two, Dak can still has an opportunity to get better and improve. And then number three, where do we find another quarterback as good as Dak that we think we can win with right now?
1: Yeah, we don't have a team to just stick somebody in there. Yeah, so quarterback got to make that. To, yeah, yeah, quarterback got to make them go. You know,
0: Yeah, it's a quarterback-driven team. Yeah, so yeah. When you look at that, I think it's just—I uh, don't see any reason why they're not going to sign him to a long-term deal and bring him back.
1: Well, if everybody went crazy. Outbidding, you know, outbidding each other for doggone Kirk Cousins. They sure do it for Dak.
0: Well, that's what I, I try to tell people that. And people act like you're crazy. And it's just like, nah, bro. Uh, Dak, <laughs> nah. You'd be shocked at the money that Dak would get out there in the open market. Atlanta is one place. You Man, know. can you imagine Dak and Atlanta offense? How they would feel about it? They'd be like, oh, shoot, we really got a quarterback to make this thing go? All right, cool. Uh, That also leads us to our last question. Uh, Dan Quinn. I think your boy Ben Johnson from Detroit is going to get the job in uh, Washington. Uh, Dan Quinn's flying up there for an interview tomorrow, but I think that's Ben Johnson's job uh, to get. uh, This is just my opinion. It seems to me like if Seattle was going to hire him, they would have already hired him. Yeah. So I don't think he's getting Seattle. I could be wrong. And so I think Dan Quinn's coming back as defensive coordinator. That doesn't bother me, but it feels like it bothers a lot of folks. Uh, is it going to bother you? Are you cool?
1: If we have, if, if we have this, if the personnel, the, the the Dan Quinn system don't bother me as much as the patchwork they did on the personnel you know when we lost Vanderesh and you know Obershawn, Van Der Esch, those you know those guys was playing on contributing uh Damone Clark I don't know if they thought he was going to be a star I'm pretty sure they didn't but they started plugging holes with hybrid safeties and the system is not as bad as it seemed but you just can't I don't know how much he is in control of the personnel no he
0: ain't control Meaning, he can get whatever he want. Ain't nobody, I mean, that's the beauty of what well, he for the Well, he
1: got what he wanted, but they didn't do a good job when those guys got hurt. Excuse me. When those guys got hurt, he didn't do a good job of that.
0: Well, he didn't do a good job of adapting. Um, but, you know, the beauty of working for the Cowboys is, you know, they'll give you whatever it is that you ask for. Now, you got to ask for it. But if you ask, hey, I need this, this, and this, we'll get it for you. I mean, who you think was asking for Mozzie Smith?
1: Well, he got. That's what I'm saying.
0: It wasn't Mike McCarthy.
1: We saying the same thing. He got the he got the linebacker he wanted. He got the defensive lineman he wanted. But when the linebacker got hurt and his other linebacker got hurt, they didn't bring in other linebackers. That's the failing in the system. That's why the main one of the main reasons they couldn't stop the run. So your system is raggedy. I mean. Ain't nobody just, I mean, they're just not going to volunteer to get the third down. You got to stop them. So if you merge some good personnel with this system, I think we're in business. But if you do stuff as, as, you know, leave it status quo like like it is right, like it is now, it's going to be the same stuff. We're not going to be able to stop nobody in the clutch. I
0: mean, I think uh, think, uh, they just have, I mean, like, They brought in Rashawn Evans, didn't use him. That, to me, speaks more to Rashawn Evans than it does to the Cowboys. Either he couldn't pick up their system or they didn't like what they saw in practice. Yeah,
1: Shaq Leonard didn't have nothing in uh, Philadelphia.
0: That's why he got cut. Uh, Now, he might have been better than what you had. Yeah. So, okay, that's a reason to bring him out. But, you know, uh, I just don't think it – I think they went looking for linebackers. They couldn't find anybody they thought would help, and so they just tried to they tried to to slip by with what they had, mm-hmm. and it uh, it didn't work. I don't think that's the preferred way to go. I think right. that's just the way circumstance took them this year, and there will probably be what a uh, super heavy enf- emphasis on uh, linebackers uh, in a draft and free agency. Because they know that they got to have bodies. Yeah. That's what I would anticipate happening uh, this offseason because, you know, they don't want to go through that again because it was right there and they missed out on it. (laughs) Right there, bro. Super Bowl, all of that. So close, yet so far. That's kind of the story of Dallas Cowboys for the last several years, man. So close yet so far.
1: I guess. Yeah, the perception this day was close, but the reality is, hell, they wasn't close.
0: It was all it was all smoke and mirrors, man. Well, we know that now. <laughs> we definitely know that now. Oh yeah. Uh so uh for uh, Big Joe and the big rig. And uh, Grinning Law, title sponsor who makes all this happen. For Smoky John's Barbecue, 1820, West Mockenberg. Get yourself a jam session bowl. Uh, you can always follow me on Twitter, JJT Journalist. At JJT Journalist. I am Jean-Jacques Taylor. Don't forget, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And hey, for those of y'all who wasn't paying attention, go sign up on the YouTube channel now. We're trying to really get that thing popping. Uh, Until we chat again for Big Join the Big Rig, you guys be blessed.